0: It's time now for Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. The Flora Assembly of God has Sunday school this morning at 930, the morning worship service at 1030. They have a 6 o'clock evening service tonight and a 7 o'clock Wednesday night Bible study. And now, here's Pastor Lee Woods.
1: Well, good morning. you got Paula here. Um, I want to correct that. Our pastor is... Uh, brother Steve Prather and uh, you are more than welcome to come out and join us this morning if you don't have a home church and um, also there's no Sunday night service so we would be more than happy to see you there Um, if you don't have a home church don't skip your home church anyway um, I'm going to share something today and I and the Lord's going to have to help me because this is not what I prepared but on the way here You know, tomorrow we're going to be celebrating the 4th of July. And a lot of times we don't really realize what we, well, we realize, but maybe we forget, you know, how we got our freedom and how we got our independence. And uh, it's something to wear um, without people sacrificing their lives and different things. You know, we would not have the independence today that we have. And that independence <clears throat> started way back, but um, just just to give a little bit of brief here, I've got a letter in front of me from Benjamin Franklin that that was on the internet, and um, you know we signed the Declaration of Independence, and then we then we went into war because the. They didn't. British didn't believe that you know that we were gonna. They didn't like what we were had written in the Declaration of Independence. Well, during that war, what we don't really realize is that they had prayer every day, and um, you know, back in the the time of this all happening, they prayed to God and looked to God more than what we even know, because you know our our founders and and they were godly they would they would pray before they did anything and so anyway we went into war we won the war and it says in here that you know they prayed every day well when things started getting better and stuff they kind of quit praying they kind of decided you know I guess I guess they didn't they didn't really think that they needed God as much because they had won the war so many times we do the same thing. Sometimes when things are going good, we don't, we don't look to God like we should every day. You know, sometimes we'll think, well, you know, the Lord helped me through that situation. And now, well, we kind of push him back and, and do our own thing. And then, and then we go and we think, it's kind of like we put God on a shelf until we need him again and that's not what we're supposed to do. God should be our the person that we look look to and talk to every day. Well, in this particular letter it talked about, you know, how um they did pray and they wanted to, you know, have God's thing and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it just it goes down here it says sir a long time and the longer I live, the more convincing proofs I see of this truth that God governs in the affairs of men. And if a sparrow cannot fall to the ground without his notice, it is probable that an empire can rise without his aid. We have been assured, sir, in this sacred writings that except the Lord building the house, they labor in vain that build it. You know, unless God's building that house. It says, I firmly believe this, and I also believe that without his Concurring aid, we shall succeed in this political building no better than the builders of Babel. And and for you that maybe don't know about the builders of Babel, that's when they were going to try to build a tower to reach to God. And that's when God confound their languages and changed them where they could not speak the same language among them. Anyway, it says, going back to the letter, it says, We shall be divided by our little partial local interest our projects will be confounded, and we ourselves shall become a reproach and by word down to future ages and what is worse mankind may hereafter from this unfortunate instance despair of establishing governments by human wisdom and leave it to chance war and conquest so the thing is see they started leaving god out of the picture when you start leaving God out of the picture, that's when things get messed up. And anyway, let's get back to, you know, we them, this was right before they were getting ready to sign, or sorry, that they were working on the, the Constitution. They had done the Articles of Federation. Now they're working on the um, Articles, working on the Constitution. So, you know, so many times we put God in the picture and when things are going bad, and then whenever things start going good, we just kind of put him back on the shelf. And we're not supposed to do that, people. God should be number one in our lives. God should be the, the, the thing, the, the person that we wor- wake up to and, and praying and talking to him. and when we lay our head down, he should be the one that we're you know praying to and talking to, that communication with God, that relationship with God is what we need. And that is the most important thing in this world. You know, we have our freedom because of our forefathers and them praying for the guidance and the help. Did Well, you know, I know somebody's probably thinking, well, they gave many lives. Yes, there was many men that gave their lives for our independence and for our freedom. And And so many times, just like today, when we have wars, we for sometimes forget about those veterans that, that give their lives or sacrifice arms, legs, eyesights. You know, we forget about those things that they 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 sacrifice for us for our freedom. But in the same sense, we have Jesus that sacrificed his life even before that to give us eternal life. Jesus went to that cross, and even before he was on that cross do you think it was a heyday for the time that he spent on this earth? You know, he walked and talked with God every day, every minute. You know, we can't, we can't just talk to him five minutes a day or ten minutes a day. God is our source. God is the one that we have to look to. You know, the thing is, Jesus gave his life for us that we might have eternal life. Just like these men sacrificed praying and, and gave their lives for us to have this independence. Tomorrow we'll be celebrating independence, or Fourth of July, excuse me. But the thing is, so many times te- people take that holiday just to uh, have, a, a, so to speak, a drinking day or having a, a day of fun. It should be that we are thanking those ones that, that sacrificed all those things. Just like we should be serving Jesus that sacrificed his life for us. You know, so many times we don't realize the shame and, the, and everything that Jesus went through. You know, it's something to wear that, you know, he walked between, among men. He, he was like them as far as being amongst them, but he never did sin. He never did do anything wrong or he couldn't have been that perfect sacrifice that we had. He was the perfect sacrifice, the perfect lamb that gave his life for us. And so many times, it's something to where we don't think about how he gave his all, gave everything. He gave everything. And they put those crown of thorns on his head, and they didn't just set them on his head. They pressed them down where the... The thorns went into his head. You know, that had to be crucial pain. That had to be so um, much pain that, you know, he, but he didn't, he didn't even say a word. He could have, he could have said one word and, and, and done away with all of it. But if he had done that, then all the time that he walked here on this earth would have been in vain. But he didn't. He, he walked, among men he he did what he taught us and done what he was supposed to do and I mean when he took those stripes upon his back I, I think you know I it would past my dad used to say you know he took there was like nine things I think on each of the the things that hit him and they and for everyone for everything that they did it would it come to like it was over like 720-some diseases or something. I probably don't have that figure exactly right. But if you think about all of those things that went on his back for our healing, all of those things dug into his back and the, and the flesh that came off and, and how he suffered for that. And the thing is, he did that because he loved us. And what do we do to help him or to serve him, to live for him? What do we do? Do we do anything, or just do we just go ahead and go about our day and kind of just put him on a shelf, put put you know God on a shelf until we need him? What do we do? You know, it says in John three sixteen, and everybody could quote this. I'm going to read um, John 3.15. 3, 15, it says that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. You hear that? That whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. It says here, it says, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. You know, it's something to where Jesus went to that cross so that we could have the freedom to serve God, to love God, to worship God, to be able to go to church and lift your hands and sing praises unto him. The thing is, you know, so many times... We forget the sacrifice that these men gave us to have the Constitution, the art you know, and the thing is, but we need to always remember the sacrifice that Jesus gave, that we could have the freedom of worship, the freedom of serving God, the freedom to walk in a country that loves that used to put God at the head, and the thing is, it's something to wear. We serve a God that can do anything that's, you know, there's so many times he has made that sacrifice to where he can do the impossible. And sometimes we don't allow him to do the impossible because we, in our finite little mind, we think, oh, well, that can't happen. You know, there's so many things in the Bible that would confound a fleshly mind if we would just get in God's word and look. And, It's something today I want you to remember. You know, Jesus died upon that cross that you might have eternal life. That we may have the freedom to worship. That we may have a freedom to go into church, sit down, and love God. And to, you know, be with, to put forth the effort of giving him our all. Today I want you to think about, tomorrow you celebrate the 4th of July. But today... Think today while you're sitting wherever you might be or while you're driving to church or where you're driving to work. Lord, have I give you my all? Have I gave you everything that I need to give? And I can guarantee you there'll be something that you need to give or something you need to do. God has placed you here on this wor- in this er- world and there's something for every one of us to do. We may not know what it is, But God will show you if you ask. Is it going to be a sacrifice? Probably. Is it going to be easy? Not in yourself. It won't be easy. But with God, all things are possible. And it talks about, you know, there's a scripture that says, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. You know, so many times we say, I can't. And we can with God's help. If it's in God's word and we're supposed to do it, God's going to give you the strength and the knowledge and the wisdom to do whatever you need to do. But if it's something to where, you know, we get our eyes on on the flesh and we want to live in the world of sin, no, we won't be able to do it. But that's why Jesus came, that we might have life if we believe in him and that we will give our hearts and minds to him You know, and I I don't ever want to not give the opportunity of somebody accepting the Lord because, you know, we're not, you know, the thing is, you don't know what's going to happen in the split second. You don't know uh, if you're going to be in a car wreck or if you're going to be, you know, you don't know what's going to happen in your life. So you don't wait till you're laying in bed and, and having to do a deathbed repentance because, you know, your heart. Your heart's God knows your heart now, and the thing is, it's something to where now is the time to serve the Lord, now is the time to give him your life, to turn your life over to him, and just to allow him to work in your life. Are we going to do everything right? No, we're not perfect. If we were perfect, we wouldn't be here on this earth. And the thing is, we're going to make mistakes, we're going to do things that maybe are not right, but that's why we have the word to. You know, Lord, please forgive me of my sins. Every day I I ask the Lord to do that because you don't know if you've done something wrong. You know, sometimes we might say a sharp word to somebody and not even realize that we did. So it's something to where you always need to be where you're asking, you know, Lord, please search my heart and know that I love you and that I ask you to forgive me. And that's, you know, that's the first start. The first part, you you believe on the Lord Jesus. You know, that scripture says to believe on the Lord Jesus. You believe that he's the son of God, that he died for you, that he took those sins upon him, that ye may have everlasting life. Think about that today. God gave you that freedom. Jesus gave you that freedom. God gave you that freedom by sending his son. So... While you're celebrating tomorrow, try to think of something you could do for the Lord. Always remember, you know, we pray and have that communication with God on a daily basis. Every minute of the day, you know, you can reach out to God. You don't have to drop to your knees every time you want to say, Lord, I just love you. Lord, I praise you. I ask you, Lord, just to help me to do what you'd have me to do. And that's what we have to do. So I'm going to pray with you. Lord, right now in the name of Jesus, I come to you. And I ask you, Lord, to reach out to those ones that are listening. I ask you, Lord, to touch their lives today. I ask you to bless them in a mighty way. Lord, I ask you that if they're not serving God, serving serving you, that they will reach down and, you know, that you will prick their heart and that they will know that they need you above everything that they know that they need to have you in their lives that you will have that you will give them that freedom to 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 worship you and to love you and lord that they will have the freedom to go to heaven as they serve you lord and, and i just ask you lord that you will help them lord in every area that that help the ones that help us that that are serving you lord to to do things better that we will look unto you and that we will examine our lives, that we will do what you'd have us to do in every area. In that precious, wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. Happy 4th of July, guys.
0: You've been listening to Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. Sunday school is at 9.30 this morning. The morning worship service, including a children's service, is at 10.30, a 6 o'clock evening service tonight, and a 7 o'clock Wednesday night Bible study.